0: now time for the bchl podcast all the way in front back scores turn on the red light the capitals win it donaldson shoots scores
1: sean donaldson shorthanded now one of them a breakaway In alone is libel club save is colby hetkowitz nice move Tanelli to the goal to the back scores cue it up this tyson Dickett again he scores Here's one for the highlight reel. Michaelis all the way around. He scores. How do you do, Zach Michaelis, coast to coast. You go back to the goal. Oh, what a setup! Oh, my, oh my, put that on BCHL
2: tonight. Hey there, welcome to the BCHL podcast. I am your host Jesse Adamson. We've got another great episode for you today with two fantastic guests. But first, I want to let you know that the BCHL podcast is presented by Finning. If you'd like to learn more about Finning, please visit finning.ca. That's F I N N I N G.ca. All right. This week's episode, we have a couple of All Stars as guests, uh, two players that were voted in to play in the upcoming Outdoor All Star Weekend in January. Uh, first up, we have the reigning BCHL first star of the week and the league leader in save percentage, and that is Victoria Grizzlies goaltender Oliver Aoyoung Ashton. After that, we speak with a BCHL veteran who is in his third season in the league. He's the captain of his team, and he is currently tied for the BCHL lead in points by defenseman. Uh, that would be none other than Chilliwack Chiefs blue liner Abram Weeb. First up, we speak with Oliver Aoyoung Ashton. As I mentioned at the top, he is leading the BCHL in save percentage. He has a save rate of 937, and he is also uh, near or at the top of the league in several other statistical categories. He's got a 207 goals against average and three shutouts. Uh, so uh, needless to say, it's been a great rookie year for him. Earlier this week, he was one of two goaltenders voted onto the Coastal Conference roster for the upcoming All-Star weekend, and that was determined after a fan vote took place uh, last week. So uh, it's been quite a rookie season for him, and uh, we had plenty to talk about, Uh, talked about the All-Star selection, his uh, hot start to the year, and also what it's like being an undersized goalie. Aoyang Ashton is five foot nine, but he lets us know uh, what other parts of his game allow him to be successful despite his smaller stature and also tells us which uh, NHL goalies he looks up to uh, that may have a similar build to him. So uh, plenty to talk about. It was a great conversation. So let's get to it. Here is our conversation with Victoria Grizzlies goaltender reigning first star of the week. That is Oliver Aoyang Ashton all right oliver uh well it's been quite a week for you uh there's uh lots to talk about but let's start with the most recent news um it was announced uh recently that you were voted as one of the two goalies to represent the coastal conference at the december outdoor all-star weekend uh, as part of the league's 60th anniversary celebration uh what was your reaction when you found out the news
1: um obviously i was i was pretty excited yeah uh, i did an interview with my team and we we just had our team workout and I just hopped on Instagram after and that's when I found out and my phone flooded with messages and I'm just really happy and excited for this opportunity.
2: So typically all-star games aren't usually all that much fun for goalies uh, since it's usually pretty casual there. There's not a ton of defense played, but uh, obviously it's, it's not that serious. So if you let in a few goals, it's not a big deal, but uh, how do you plan on uh, approaching the event given that it is usually geared more towards offense? Uh, What's your approach going to be?
1: Probably try to make some big saves on some skilled players, just try to go out there and have fun. I haven't really played a uh, goalie in an outdoor game before so it should be a fun experience
2: so the league hasn't held an all-star game in uh, about 10 years so this will be a, a pretty unique experience uh, so what are uh, what are you looking forward to the most so Will it be the outdoor aspect of it will it be what you just said about uh, going up against some of the most skilled players in the league what's what's uh, going to be the most exciting part for you
1: I think a little bit of both. I'm definitely looking forward to the outdoor aspect of it, but then again as you said like um playing with those skilled players, I think is a it's a great opportunity to learn new stuff about my game and and yeah, I've just faced those shots. It's a great opportunity.
2: You mentioned that you've never played in net on an outdoor ice surface in a, in a game situation. Do you have experience playing out on, on an outdoor surface? What's your, your level experience on, on an outdoor rink? I wear goalie skates and I
1: play player sometimes with my friends during the winter. Just playing pond hockey, so... Not really competitive, but Whereabouts. it'll be fun playing goalie for sure. Whereabouts do you go
2: uh, sometimes in the winter to play with your your buddies? What what uh, what areas have you played
1: in? Uh, just in Coquitlam, where where uh, me and my buddies live. Coma Lake where we went last year gotcha Um,
2: so moving on from the all-star game uh, uh, there was another big announcement on Monday you were named the BCHL's first star of the week um, after you won both of your starts over the weekend you posted a a 983 save percentage you earned your third shutout of the season Uh, it seems like uh, you were pretty dialed in but uh, in in your words how did you feel uh, going out there last weekend and and shutting the door like you did in a, a couple of big wins for the team
1: uh, I felt really good um, the Battle of the Malahat highway so I had to dial in for that series against Cowichan. You know, it felt really good especially to get that first win against Cowichan because uh, obviously we we snapped a four game losing streak and it was really big to to get the the sweep that weekend. So really big two two really big wins for our group.
2: So you're having an incredible rookie season in the league. Typically in junior hockey, you see it's the older, more experienced goalies that tend to have success. But uh, you're you're coming in the league, you're just 17 years old, and you're, you're leading the league in save percentage. You're second in shutouts, fourth in goals against. Uh, what do you attribute to your early success in the league, uh, especially at your age?
1: Um, I have to give a lot of credit to my team. I, I'd say we're a very strong defensive team. And especially when we have our forwards back checking, picking up their guys, it's hard for teams to score off the rush. I think, I think we lost that a little bit when we went on our losing streak. But like I said, like this last series, we've, we've gained it back a little bit. And I, I, I'd say we're a very good defensive team so So that that definitely helps
2: you mentioned that you're uh you're a coquitlam kid um so going to victoria is not like you're moving across the country or anything like that but it's it's still a move and uh it's moving away from home uh, at a young age so how have you found that uh transition uh, moving from uh coquitlam to to the uh, provincial capital in victoria
1: uh i think i i think i transitioned well i i have really good uh uh, like roommates and my billets are are really welcoming we have some some pets we have a, a bunch of pets here and I have a bunch of pets at home so it, it's kind of it's just another home away from home and obviously the the group of guys that we have here it's it's pretty special we're all well, we're all pretty close so it, it's been really fun
2: so you're listed at five foot nine on the BCHL website, which makes you a bit on the, the shorter side when it comes to goalies in the league. That obviously doesn't seem to be having a negative effect on your game. But I know there is that, uh, that thought out there that um, uh, goalies uh, are typically just uh, taller guys now. There's not a ton of room for smaller goalies, but you're, you're kind of proving them all wrong. So uh, what would you say to people that kind of dismiss a goalie if they're a, a bit shorter than average?
1: Um, I'd say, I mean, I honestly don't think height has a big uh, factor in gameplay. I mean, if you look at like the Vesna winners, Shosturkin, he's like, he's 5'11 and the can't, the nom- nominee or whatever, Saros is, I'd say 5'10. And then even like the AHL goalie of the year, Dustin Wolf, he's, he's about 5'10. So I think in this new era of goaltending, Smaller goalies are are definitely getting uh, more attention. I'd say, like, just focus on your strengths. Like, I don't know, I'd say I I focus on just being fast in the net, having good reads, I think that's, like more essential in goaltending
2: yeah you kind of just led me to my next question you might have answered it a little bit but i was going to ask you what are those other parts of your game that allow you to excel despite being uh, smaller in stature is it your speed that you rely on that allows you to to make the save and uh, and get there in time what what other parts of your game kind of make up for that
1: i i do a lot of ball work before practices and and games obviously so i i spend about 15 to 20 minutes, uh, throwing the ball before practice, I'd say that helps with like my hand eye coordination. That's a really big part of my game. Cause I, since I'm smaller, I can't really make uh, as many blocking saves. It's more reactionary. And like you said, I, I'd, I'd say I'm more of a, a faster goalie with my play style. And so when, when I'm on in a game, when I'm dialed, I, I feel like it's just a matter of having good reads and, and being fast around the crease.
2: You mentioned some of those smaller goalies in the NHL, your Igor Shusterkin, uh, UC Saros are those guys that you kind of try and model your game afterwards. Are there any other goalies that you kind of uh, look to and try and emulate uh, their style at all?
1: Um, yes. I watch uh, quite a bit of video on like shorter goalies, just so I can relate. So, Sorrow, Shisterkin, Dustin Wolf. I've been watching recently. Plays for the Calgary Farm team. Um, Devin Levi on Northeastern. I watch him a lot just because he—he's like I think he's gonna be the next goaltender in the future, next carry Price maybe. So yeah, I watch all. I watch a lot of video on the the smaller goalies, especially. So shifting
2: it back to the team, you mentioned uh, it was a, a big couple wins last week. You snapped a, a losing streak that you guys were on. Um, but with those two wins, you're right in the middle of things in the Coastal Conference. You're sitting in fourth place with a record of 9-10, 1-2. Um, what's been uh, your your impression and your thoughts of the team so far through the first 22 games?
1: I think uh, we're a very hard-working team. I think we we our main issue right now is we just need to find ways to put Pucks in the back of the net. Like, I think in our, our recent series against Cowichan, I think we dominated for the most part. And even dominating that series, we we only managed to uh, put four in the back of the net plus an empty netter. so. I think we're a very defensive team, very hardworking. We like to play in the trenches because we have a lot of big forwards. But yeah, we just got to find ways to more pucks in the net
2: yeah i want to ask you about a couple of your teammates you mentioned the strong defensive play uh that you have you have a, an nhl drafted guy in eli barnett you have a player who's listed um by nhl central scouting on the upcoming draft and hoyt stanley uh those are a couple of uh, big um solid defensemen to have uh, on the back end for you guys so what can you say about uh, having those two guys back there and their play so far this year
1: yeah, having having those two guys, they really help. But I I honestly say it, like our other six defensemen are, are very strong as well. Obviously, Barnett has a big frame and has a really good shot, so he's able to put some in the back of the net and block a, a lot of pucks with his with his big frame. And Hoyt Stanley, he's he's a he's a very like hesitant defenseman. He he can dance guys along the blue line a lot. And he actually has a very quick release as well. So having those two guys at the line really help our team, along with the other six that are very solid defensemen as well.
2: So I know you're new to the Grizzlies this year, but the, the Grizzlies also have a new head coach uh, in Ryland Furster. Not a huge deal for you as someone new coming in, and he's your your first coach with the Grizzlies. But uh, Ryland has a, a ton of coaching experience in this league. He even has a previous stint behind Victoria's bench uh, quite a few years ago. So uh, what has he brought to the team this year in uh, his coaching style?
1: Yeah, he he's been great. Him... And both our assistant coaches, Sonny and uh, Grimwood, they've they've all been great. Um, I think the main thing we're focused on this year is is just building a culture and getting everyone to buy into our 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 play style and uh, just buy into doing doing whatever it takes to win. But yeah, uh, round has been great. He's he's been he, he's gotten everyone to buy in, and I feel like we could be a uh, a pretty good playoff run a uh, playoff team down down the line
2: couple more here before I let you go uh, the, the main goal for BCHL players as you know and most other people uh, listening would know is uh, to get a scholarship to play NCAA Division 1 hockey uh, obviously you're still very early in your junior career you have plenty of time to figure that out but uh, how much of uh, a focus is that for you do you, do you concentrate it on it all, at all do you kind of just let it happen what's your approach to, to eventually getting one of those
1: yeah that's, that's, that's the end goal uh, I'd say at this point, like you said, I'm, I'm still young, so I'm kind of just letting it happen. But I, honestly, I'm just focusing on like the next game that we play in, like the next weekend. I just think that's the that's the the right approach to it. And uh, yeah, like obviously, getting attention from schools and stuff would be cool, but um, I think that'll all that'll all come if if we just continue to focus on the next game in the next
0: weekend
2: speaking of next weekend you led me to it perfectly uh you have a couple big games coming up on the weekend especially the one on friday which is against your island rivals the alberni valley bulldogs they're just one point back of you in the standings uh specifically looking ahead to that game on friday what are you expecting from that matchup
1: it's going to be a fun game and we're going into their barn so we have to uh, come out flying and I'm expecting a lot of shots from that, that team because they're pretty solid they, they uh, upset us in our home opener or wouldn't upset us but they ruined our par- parade in the home opener so uh, excited to, to play them again and try to get a little revenge
2: all right, Oliver. Well, that's all I got for you. Thanks so much uh, for chatting with me. It was great to talk to you. Congrats on uh, your, your great start to the season and uh, for being uh, voted in as a BCHL All-Star. All right. Thanks for your time, Jesse. Thank you very much to Oliver Young Ashton for joining the podcast. All right. Next up, our second interview, we speak with Chilliwack Chiefs Captain uh, and Vegas Golden Knights draft pick, Abram Weeb. It's been quite a year for Weeb. As I mentioned, uh, over the summer, he was drafted in the seventh round by the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, Since then, he's attended rookie camp for the Knights. Uh, He was named team captain in Chilliwack. Uh, and then he's gotten off to a, a crazy hot start in the BCHL. He is tied for the league lead in points by defenseman with 24 points on the year and was also recently voted in as the Chilliwack chiefs representative at the upcoming BCHL all-star weekend uh, on the outdoor rink in Penticton. So, all that being said, uh, there is no shortage of things to talk about with Abram. So uh, he was uh, kind enough to set aside some time uh, after practice to chat with us. So uh, let's get to that right now. Here is our talk with Chilliwack Chiefs defenseman Abram Weeb. All right, Abram, you are off to a great start this BCHL season. You're tied for the league lead in scoring by defenseman with 24 points in 21 games. Uh, what's been working so well for you this season?
0: Yeah, um, you know, obviously off to a good start. Um, you know, point wise and stuff like that. Um, and you know, I think the stuff that's really working for me right now is just, you know, not focusing too much, you know, about the points and just, you know, letting my my game speak for itself and just, you know, going going into every game and and not thinking about that stuff and um, you know, just just playing my game and not trying to, you know, think think too much about about points and you know what I'm supposed to do. Cause sometimes when I do that, um, you know, I'll get in my head and, and stuff like that. And next thing, you know, I'm not playing well and I'm not getting points. So, so this year I've just, you know, you know, learned from this, um, you know, the past seasons to, to not think about it too much and just let, my, um, just play my game and, you know, have the points come along with that.
2: Yeah. And when you talk about past seasons, like last year, you had a really good year. You were voted a second team all-star after putting up 31 points on the year. Uh, But you do seem to have taken things to the next level. So what do you attribute to that jump in production? You mentioned uh, just not focusing too much on it, not getting too down. But is there anything else that you can kind of point to um, that is contributing to your uh, improved production?
0: Yeah, uh, I think just one, you know, difference that, you know, I've seen from last year to this year is just, you know, I've gotten a lot stronger and a lot bigger since last season. So that's obviously a, a huge help for me. Um, and I feel like, you know, this year I, um, you know, I, I'm playing a lot of a, a you know way bigger role than I did last season. Last season, I think I only averaged around 20, 20 minutes a night. So, and this year I'm playing around 25, 26, 27 minutes a night. So that's definitely a huge part in why, you know, I'm getting, you know, contributing to a lot of the teams you know goals and and stuff like that so um i think those are the two biggest things uh, you know i've recognized
2: another area of your offense that seems to be clicking this year is your goal scoring your previous season high was three you've already more than doubled that you have seven in just a couple of months through the year so is that something that you consciously tried to improve were you working on your shot over the off season how come you've been able to find the back of the net so often this year
0: yeah, that was a big thing for me this summer was, you know, to obviously get, you know, a stronger upper body because last season, you know, I shot, you know, wasn't the best. So, you know, I took the summer to, you know, get stronger and, you know, get get a bigger upper body to, you know, be able to have a harder shot from the and And, you know, going to Vegas' camp and stuff like that this summer, you know, I learned a lot of stuff, you know, blue line work and footwork on the blue line. So that's been a huge help, you know, for me to, to, you know, find a lane to the net and to be able to be able to get a shot off on that.
2: Yeah. You mentioned Vegas. That's where I wanted to go next. Uh, it was a, a big off season for you. Um, you were selected in the seventh round by the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, first off, uh, how did you find out you'd been drafted? Were you just watching the broadcast? Did they call you? How did you first find out that it happened?
0: Yeah. Um, it was actually a funny story because the, the day the draft was going on, I think that's when Rogers was um, you know, out of service. So I actually yeah. had no service that day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was actually just watching on the TV and, and next thing you know, my name popped up and, you know, it was a pretty surreal moment. Uh, I've never felt anything like that. So, you know, it was a pretty cool day. And then, um, yeah, since I had no service, uh, you know, Vegas was trying to call me and they couldn't <laughs> they couldn't get a hold of me cause I had no <laughs> service. And, um, luckily I had a landline at the house. So they were, they were able to contact me to do that. Um, yeah so you know it was a really special day, yeah, and no, it was
2: obviously it was it was very special to get to experience that. so uh, how how did you approach draft day that day? Was it a little unexpected? Did you have a sense that maybe it could happen? What was your approach to draft day?
0: Yeah, um, you know, for me, I was trying not to think about it too much. Um, you know, talking with my coaches and and my agent, um, you know, they thought you know there definitely was a shot that I could have gotten drafted in the later rounds. Um, so I didn't really watch the draft, you know, most of the day rounds two through six, I kind of just did my own thing, went to practice, worked out, um, and just try to, you know, keep my mind off of it, just get out of the house, do something. And, and, you know, whatever happens happens. If I didn't get drafted, it, it's not the end of the world. Um, but you know, it was, it was pretty exciting to to see my name go off in the seventh round to be able to see my name get uh, put up on tv
2: yeah and you mentioned rookie camp you you attended vegas's rookie camp after the draft uh you you talked about some of the 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 things you learned along the blue line and that they were able to teach you and help you with but uh, overall what was the experience to get to go to an nhl uh, rookie camp like that
0: yeah it was it was pretty amazing um that was my first time in vegas so it was a pretty Uh pretty cool experience um you know and to be able to you know, be a, be around a lot of the NHLers, and you know, see what what a day in a life looks like for them. And and you know, a big one for me was to see how you know serious the guys take the game. And you know, there's a lot of guys from the AHL um, and you know um, leagues overseas and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool to see you know how they how serious they take the game, and just you know the stuff that I you know I can incorporate into my game when I bring, when I when I came back to Chilliwack.
2: And now that you are back in Chilliwack for, uh, your third BCHL season, does do the, the Golden Knights still communicate with you often? Are they giving you things to work on or improve? Do they just kind of let you play your own game and, and, uh, kind of stay out of it? How does the communication work between, uh, the NHL club and, uh, you?
0: Yeah, it's actually been a pretty cool experience. Um, you know, Vegas has got quite a few, few player development, uh, people that come out and watch you play every now and then. Um, so, you know i've been pretty pretty lucky they've been they've been really good i think they've watched you know all of them combined i've watched around eight to ten of my games so far so around half of them um you know they seem they seem pretty dedicated and and you know really like to to watch and come out and to watch me play and you know i really like that a lot um you know they're always keep in touch see how i'm doing and stuff like that so yeah so far it's been it's been unreal.
2: Another big thing that's happened for you in the last few months is you were named captain of the Chilliwack chiefs. I know the team posted a cool video of, of, uh, the, the moment it happened and you were told, but, um, from your perspective, what was it like to to get that news and what does it mean to you to wear the C for this team?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was a, uh, it was a pretty cool experience. I, I didn't really think that was uh common I it was a little bit, a little bit of a surprise, but, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely cool, you know, being here for three years and, you know, being one of the younger guys on the team, my past two seasons, I really looked up to, to the older guys, um, and to mention some of them would be Connor Milburn and Kyle Penny and and guys like that. Um, so, you know, to be able to learn from them, my, my first two seasons and, and just to have them, you know, you know, hold me accountable for my, for my things, you know, on and off the ice. And, and for me to be able to get the, for the captain of the chiefs was just a huge honor. And, you know, it's something that that I got to take really seriously, and and you know, with us having such a young team this year, you know, I have to play such a big role and you know help help the young guys just how how the older guys helped me when I was a younger kid. You know, coming into the BCHL, so 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 far it's been awesome, and yeah, I'm, it's a huge honor to wear the C for the Chiefs. So
2: I know your family uh, and you're from Mission, BC, which isn't too, too far away from Chilliwack. So um, they're able to come out and and watch home games. And I know a lot of the kind of local um, mainland away games as well. So um, how special has it been for you to get to go through this junior hockey experience, but also have your family so close and able to come out and support you?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's extremely cool. You know, when I was going through the you know process of committing to a junior A team, um, I had a couple options, but you know Chilliwack is is the closest team to home, and you know I think I was you know so fortunate to to be able to play junior hockey and you know have my family come out at, to every home game and stuff like that, and you know for me to go home on 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 off days and you know see my family and friends and stuff like that, you know not not everyone can say that they played junior hockey in their home you know, not, I guess not their hometown but in a place that's really close to home. So it's been it's been probably the best 3 years of my life here and and I, you know, try to you know just just keep working on my game and and just, you know, not take any days for granted because, you know, the situation I'm in is so awesome. I'll we'll go a little off the
2: board here. I heard from a, an inside source that uh, the the Chilliwack Chiefs uh, players uh, are really into ping pong. Uh, when, when you guys have some downtime, I've, I've heard that uh, you guys take it pretty seriously and that you're, as the captain of the team, kind of the, the commissioner or the ringleader there. So tell us about the, the ping pong matches and how, how seriously do you guys take it in the room?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's good. Um, yeah. The guys are pretty serious with ping pong. We got a, we got a couple of guys that are, that are pretty serious with that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, but there's quite a few guys that, uh, you know, pretty good at ping pong. And I consider myself one of the, one of the better players on the team. So um, yeah, there's definitely some intense games every now and then. And, you know, we try to, you know, get some tournaments going every now and then too to, To get some fun in there so yeah it's a it's a huge part of our day when we're when we don't got stuff and we got a little bit of a break we try to you know relax and just play some ping pong and watch tv and stuff like that
2: yeah it sounds like a lot of fun um another thing that was uh just announced in the last couple of weeks was the uh rosters for the upcoming uh BCHL outdoor all-star weekend, and you were voted in uh, by the coaches as the representative for the Chilliwack Chiefs. So uh it's a pretty unique thing. It's gonna be a three-on-three All-Star tournament kind of format. There'll be a skills competition uh and, and again out on the, the outdoor rank and in Penticton. In there. So how much are you looking forward to that and um, what kind of a unique experience will it be for you?
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited. I've um you know, never been in a thing like this, I've never been in a three on three tournament before, and especially outdoor. It's gonna be pretty cool. So I'm really looking forward forward to that and to, you know, meet a bunch of players um from around the league and stuff like that. Um yeah, and it's you know pretty cool because last year I made the All Star team as well. I made the prospects game and sadly that what that uh was canceled throughout the season, so I wasn't able to uh, to go to that that stuff. So, you know, given a chance to go again, I'm, you know, excited to get another chance and, you know, just showcase myself and just have some fun. I'm really excited.
2: Last couple of questions before I let you go here. So um, last year you uh, announced your commitment to the University of North Dakota. Uh, obviously um, they're known as one of the top programs in all of college hockey. So uh, first off, why, uh, why was UND such a good fit for you and, and how much are you looking forward to getting there eventually?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm extremely excited to get, to get down there. I actually went on a visit um, probably around a month ago and you know it's it's an unreal program um you know the facilities are unreal the school is awesome and you know a big one for me and why I you know chose to go there was the coaching staff with with Bradbury and and Dane Jackson and I just think they're going to do a you know a huge help for me in in developing developing my game over the years and you know with the D coming in I'm going to be one of the bigger commits coming in so it's going to be um you know when I get in there in my freshman year I, I see myself having a a little bit more of a bigger role than I would on any other team so you know I personally think that I made the right choice and I'm just super excited to get down there
2: Last question for you. Um, uh, you mentioned the young team that the Chiefs have this year, and it's been a little bit of an up-and-down season for you guys. You're currently in sixth place in the Coastal Conference. You have a record of 8 12 one. one So when when you look at the team and kind of assess where things are at uh, at this point of the season, what do you guys need to do to kind of get a little bit more consistency and uh, maybe climb up those standings a little bit?
0: Yeah. yeah, one thing you said there was consistency, and that's uh, a huge one for us right now we're really struggling with that being such a young team. Um, You know, when we went, usually when we, we have a good game, we win. Um, And then our next game is usually uh, ends up being a bad one. So right now I think, you know, the guys, we're just being a really inconsistent team right now with our play. And that's just a huge one for us that we really need to fix. Um, So right now, you know, we had a big talk yesterday as a team and, you know, had a good practice today and just for us to just go out there and and play our game, but, you know, play hard, just give a hundred percent and, you know, win or lose, we just, you know, like, the coaches, like, for us, the coaches don't care if we have a, like, if we lose, but we play unreal, right? Like, there's going to be games where you lose 2-1, but the team plays, but we but we play awesome. And There's going to be games like that, but just for us, it's just, we need to come out to every game, like, ready to go at puck drop. Um, and that's something we've been struggling with when the puck goes, or we usually don't really get into it until, like, the 10-minute mark, so that's a huge thing for us that we need to focus on and stuff like that i think if we and if we fix that you know we're going to be a tough team to beat for sure
2: all right abram well thanks so much for uh taking the time to chat with me today um congrats on your success so far this year and uh, looking forward to seeing you at the all-star game in about a month or so
0: awesome thanks a lot
2: All right, that does it. Another episode of the BCHL podcast in the books. Thank you so much to Abram Weeb, who you just heard from, as well as Oliver Young Ashton, who was our first interview today. And of course, thank you to Finning, who is the new sponsor of the BCHL podcast. Again, if you would like more information about Finning, you can visit them at finning.ca. Before we go, a quick plug uh, for some written work on bchl.ca. Just yesterday, we posted the latest in our BC Raised series, where we profile uh, a player born and raised in BC and uh, detail his journey through the minor hockey system, uh, through, uh, in this case, the academies, and, and into the BCHL. And this edition is on Merit Centennial's forward Jackson Krill. Again, keeping with our All-Star theme, he is merit selection to play in the BCHL All-Star Tournament uh, in January. So please do check that out uh, at bchl.ca. Other than that, uh, the league did recently unveil the results from the fan vote last week to get in the final players uh, for All-Star Weekend. The players that were voted in are uh, Langley Riverman defenseman Garrett Volk, Coquitlam express forward Matteo Dixon, Nanaimo Clippers defenseman Ethan Mystery, and the goaltenders on the coastal side were Oliver Al Young Ashton from the Victoria Grizzlies, who we spoke with at the top, and Eli Pulver of the Surrey Eagles. On the interior conference side, uh, Nathan Mackey from the Salmon Arm Silverbacks was selected, Uh, Trail Smoke Eaters forward Nicholas Remesong and Penticton V's forward Josh Nadeau. And the two goaltenders on that side are Prince George Spruce Kings netminder Jordan Fairley and Salmon Arm goalie Matthew Tovell. The All-Star Weekend and 60th Anniversary event are just about a month and a half away. So look out for more information on that uh, in the coming weeks and tickets and all that good stuff. Uh, we'll have plenty more to say on that uh, in the next uh, few weeks or so. All right, that does it. Uh, finally, thank you to Greg Ballack, uh super producer, for putting this thing together behind the scenes. Uh, and that does it for this episode. We will talk to you again next time. Thanks.